Okay, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's edition of the Northern Nerdcast, where we showcase the geeky and nerdy people, groups, and events that happen in and around the city of Edmonton. The Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Please feel free to head on over to albertapodcastnetwork.com for a list of amazing Alberta-made podcasts. We would also like to encourage everyone out there that if you enjoy this episode, to share it with your friends on social media. This way, we are able to help grow the community here in Edmonton and keep everybody up to date with the latest news and information regarding the geeky and nerdy people, groups, and events. Also, if you or someone you know would like to be featured on the show, please contact us on over at northernnerdnetwork.com. Now, let's get on with the show. All right, so welcome back, one and all, uh, to another edition of the Nerdcast. We're doing two tonight, um, and it's great to have you guys out here. Uh, I would, I, I'm, I'm already tripped up on my own, uh, my own stuff here. Uh, but my name is Dan Shessel, uh, and we have on today's edition of the Nerdcast none other than the greatest co-hostess ever in the entire universe. That's the yes. universe, all the universes. Whoa! All, all multi universes, multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. In the multiverse. In the multiverse. Wow! Chelsea, Tom, say hello. Hi, guys. Uh, also on today's edition of the Nerdcast, we have the crew from Midgardia RPG. Uh, we have Garm Zio. Is that right? Yeah. And Hikaru. Yep. Awesome. Uh, and we're going to talk uh, a bit more about uh, Midgardia RPG a little bit later on in the show. But first off, I'd like to ask everybody about, uh, well, we'd like to get down to the, the soul of everybody that we have on uh, our episodes uh, by asking them what they have on their geek shelf. So I'm going to start with uh, Garm. Garm, even though people can't see you, what do you have <laughs> on your geek shelf? Uh, I have a motorcycle helmet painted up to look like Proto Man's helmet. It's probably the, uh, nice. the best item there. Did it myself over the course of about two weeks. Yeah. Wow. That's imp- that, So you it. did it yourself then? Yeah. <laughs> That's dedication right there. Spray painting late nights. Now, I just, I got to ask, as a Proto Man fan, have you heard of the Proto Man, the band? Yes. I Proto Man I into a rock opera? I, I love them. I have the cassette that they put out a while back, oh. the like 1,000 copies one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so wow. great. They're awesome. <laughs> I love, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. they're fantastic. <laughs> that just happened. Nowhere else could that have happened other than on the Nerdcast here, <laughs> folks. We're getting super nerdy. <laughs> We're talking about a rock game inspired by an 8-bit video game. That's that's what that's the way we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, uh, how about you, Z- Zio? Uh, what do you have on your geek shelf? Um, besides a lot of D and D books, uh, I actually have displayed on my wall a Legend of Zelda Killian Shield I got from Garm last year. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Was it two years ago? Two years. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, I guess I could show it one second. Yeah. <laughs> just just so you guys get the idea of how big this thing is. 
Yeah. I mean, we need scale here. Right? I mean, I could tell. Oh, look yes. at that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, people who are who can't see this, obviously, <laughs> it is very large. It's life size. It, yeah. Uh, it's about the size of my torso. I know this because I smuggled it. I smuggled it into the house under my jacket because I lived with them at the time. <laughs> You're like, say, it's a proper shield that's full yeah. coverage. Yeah. Right there, oh. no, no long swords getting through that business. It's like it's several inches thick too. Like that thing could take a hit. Yeah, um, one or two. Th then it then it'd just be ruined. Yeah. Well, but it's not, don't do that. <laughs> no. It looks awesome on my wall. Why yeah. would I want to damage it? Yeah, exactly. That's no, that's crazy talk. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay, who's our who's our fluffy visitor that just joined this us? Is, this is Earl. <laughs> Hi, He's Earl. Reminding me that his food was supposed to be out at eight o'clock and it is now nine o'clock and there is still no food in his plate. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm so, so is that on your geek shelf, Hickory? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Look at that face. I, I oh, people who are listening to this episode are going to be solely miss, so, sorely missing out on this well, beautiful they'll, they'll fluffy be cat face. They'll yeah, be able no. to hear him. Oh yeah. You should tell them his full name. Uh, Earl Gray of Caddington. Oh, that's the best cat name ever. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're gonna we had like. Uh, we talked about corgis in the first episode that we had on today, and now we're talking about. I mean, this is a great, great day for animal lovers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, so, how about you, Hickory? Uh, what do you have on your uh, geek shelf? I have uh, one too many, maybe. Um, Never. Uh, but I'll grab the bigger one. Hold on. Uh, Ooh. There we go. Oh. Yes. Sailor Saturn, which is my favorite scout and the hardest to find merch of. So every single time my friends find any merch of her at all, it ends up on my shelf. I think that one's <laughs> actually from Garm as well. Yep. <laughs> yep. I managed yep. to find one every Christmas. Yeah. See, a I have different one every year. A chibi version of her too. Nice. <laughs> now, why? what makes Sailor Saturn like the one that you can't find? Um, mostly because she doesn't show up in the series very much. She shows up as a added late. pseudo villain, and then she basically dies at the end of that arc and is reborn afterwards, and is mainly a child for the whole other series. And then eventually shows up for Stars, which was never shown to any poor person who lived in the states. Um, yeah, that's pretty much why. There's actually plushies of all the sa uh, sailors, including Pluto, which doesn't show up very much either, except Sailor Saturn. Like and apparently villains. they just they just yeah. There's there's plushies of the villains, but not of Sailor Saturn. <laughs> Aww. Now I'm like I I don't know like what are all the sailors like I, now I'm I'm so curious because now this is one of those things where I'm like oh this is part <laughs> of my knowledge that I'm, I totally missed out on. Uh, so. Come on. You, There's I'm, sailors I'm for you know. every planet, including Pluto, because Pluto was a planet back then. It's still uh, a planet now, isn't it? <laughs> we, we we brought it back, did we not? It's a planetoid. It's, it's, it? it's a planetoid. Okay, it's planet. not a planet. It's planet. Technicalities. Yeah, it was downgraded to a planetoid. Uh, there is no sailor Earth because, you know, we have a sailor moon instead. 
Um, but other than that, yeah, there is a sailor for every planet. Uh, the idea in the bigger lore is that there's a sailor for every solar system as well. Mm. I don't know why ours ended up with one for every planet instead of solar system, but you know, rules of anime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, like it was sailor moon. Like why was it not sailor earth? And like, why is there no moon ones for all the other planets? Yeah. I mean, in, in to a certain degree, there's like helpers from moons of other planets, but generally not an actual sailor. Yeah. Like it should have been like sailor Titan, right? Because, like, Phobos and Demas were two uh, crows that uh, hung out with Sailor Mars. And in the manga, they actually do have a humanoid form. Um, But they're not exactly sailors. Hmm. They're just helpers. Sweet. That's it. And you learn something new every day. Awesome. All right. So uh, that is fantastic. Uh, We are going to talk a bit about your guys' Midgardia RPG. Normally, we talk about each other's week. Um, I, I feel like we don't need to really do that, but I do kind of want to hear from you guys. Like, how is your how is your week so far? Uh, pretty good. The, the, uh, our friend here, Garm, got most of the Midgardia server involved in Warframe recently, so we've been playing a lot of Warframe. And by a lot of Warframe, <laughs> I think we're averaging something like four hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. And they had their big uh, convention event uh, this week, so they were doing a bunch of reveals of all the new features coming out over the next year. It's it's nuts. I've never been so hyped for a game. Well, not not in years, anyway. That's awesome. Uh, so, how about you, uh, Garm? What have you been up to? Warframe. Like, an <laughs> embarrassing amount per day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Zyle? Um, I am the only one in the group that is not playing Warframe, mostly because my computer probably couldn't handle it. I have been instead playing a lot of Splatoon ah. and getting ready for the next Splatfest. Nice. Now, wasn't like because I, I got an Xbox three, uh, Xbox One here. Now, didn't they just like give out a bunch of stuff on Xbox One a little while ago for Warframe, like some coins or something? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe I don't know. We're all playing on PC. Oh, you're on PC. PC uh, although, Master Race, man. Although they they announced a Switch release at the at the event this weekend. Ooh, so ooh, fancy. Some well, of us nice will probably just, be getting it. Yeah, to be on the go with with uh, Warframe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how how that would work, but yeah, that I mean, the aiming might be more interesting with the whole like motion control. Just. Sign into whatever that Shaw Wi Fi. This is always good, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yep. Love that's solid no, stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Someone here has experiences with that. <laughs> that is awful stuff. Don't, don't. Uh, that's brutal. That, that's not a good way to the game. Unless you really want to be like all over the map for everybody else, because you'll be like flashing all over the place. No one will ever catch you. It's good for PvP. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I can't tell it be an advantage or a disadvantage. Well, I've watched people sometimes. I I watch them play. They're like, it's so weird. I feel like I'm so much better when I'm <laughs> with the, the bad internet connection. <laughs> it's because you look like here, here, here to everybody else on every other screen, right? It's great. <laughs> All right. So yeah, like I said, we're gonna talk about uh about uh. Midgardia RPG in just a moment, but stay tuned as we talk a little bit about our sponsors. ATB Financial is working towards making Alberta a global disruptor in AI machine learning. 
Driven to transform how Albertans live, work, and play through collaboration, the lab's mission is to bring goodness through AI innovation. To find out what ATB AI Lab has been working on, visit ai.atb.com to learn more. And we're back. I want to thank everyone out there for watching this edition and listening to this edition of the Nerdcast. Uh, today on the episode, we have Midgardia RPG uh, joining us. And first off, I'd like to ask you guys, uh, let's go with Garm here. Um, what is Midgardia RPG? Uh, this is this is a Carter question, <laughs> I think. She is, she is the, she is the soul of this group. All right, let's go with that. Uh, Midgardia RPG started uh, something like two years ago, I think, more or less, when a group of us went with, we would we had been uh, role-playing D&D, you know, game, uh, but over the internet with friends, and we were like, hey, what about, what if we stream it? Because we had gotten to the point where the story was interesting enough that we wanted to share it with other people, mm -hmm. uh, but we had, because we had been playing privately, it's like we don't have anything and we'd have to, like, talk about it. But what if we record it? So we started actually recording first locally. And I still have some recordings of some pretty interesting um, first sessions. Um, and then when we got into, when we realized that we were going to um, finish an arc, we were like, well, start of a new arc, we could start streaming there. And then Garm went, hey, what if um, we start playing Star Wars as well? So we ended up with Drifters and started streaming twice a week playing Drifters Star Wars game. And on Fridays, we had a typical D&D game. That's and awesome. it kind of grew from there. Um, the net, then we ended up doing a 24-hour stream for um, Extra Life. Yep. Nice. Uh, with different um, games. And it's kind of taken off from there. <laughs> uh, so let me... I uh, ask you, like, cause I I played the Star Wars RPG, but the Fantasy Flight game. What is Drifters? Drifters was the name of our uh, group, so the oh, name okay. of the actual campaign. Uh, we use the uh, old Wizards of the Coast version, however. Mm. Um, uh, saga edition. Saga edition. Yeah, saga. Why? Because all of us were D and D fans and already knew the D twenty system, so it was a lot easier to just pick up saga edition which is also d20 based and it's just a star wars version of D. &D. yeah it's i i find a lot of people when they've come from a D, &D background they tend to slide more towards uh the old um wizards saga of the Coast one yeah saga edition one there's uh, saga edition and there's a d20 version but saga edition seemed better yeah nobody likes d20 revised actually straight yeah. up nobody <laughs> what about uh, the fantasy flight did uh release uh re-release the the old version the uh the old wizard of the coast one uh was it the wizards of the coast one or the original like star wars d6 it's the i think might have been the d6 one actually yeah i think it might have been Sorry. d6 yeah uh anyways uh so yeah it's that's that's awesome that you guys were able to do that right um so what what like what was the the impetus for you guys to like to say hey you know what this is the thing that we should do like i mean <laughs> streaming is one thing but to actually come together and say hey we should all do this and like for me i i know getting people together on a regular basis can be a pain in the butt as it is how about you guys like like trying to get this group together um 
what was yeah, the, how do, the how do you maintain that yeah. for two years and counting well a lot of us are freelancers which helps yes <laughs> so you're just like i still ask myself i still ask myself how 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 i dm two sessions a week every single day every single week for what was it two one and a half years yeah About that because uh, I was the DM for both. Uh, so there was a lot of prepping on my end. Yeah, um, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, because I like I know how much it is Like, because I was doing like the one RPG. Yeah, and I Dan was, Dan was our out GM. All the time for that one. <laughs> and now I do like, I have Mitch Tim going on once in a while. We had like different other things and now we've got a crap ton of other things that are coming up and half of them at least are being... Um, DM'd by me. <laughs> and this is why we had Garm start DMing some stuff. Yeah, um, thankfully Garm helps now. <laughs> I do the weird stuff. If it's if it's not like D and D based, it's probably me running it. That's all awesome. yeah. So, what kind of stuff are you guys running now at this at this time? Uh, well, we still have the Wanderers campaign, which has been the one that has been running for nearly three years now. Um, one year offline, two years online. Um, it's slowing down a bit. We're kind of getting into the last bits of it, and that's D and D. Um, we're actually switching starting starting last week. We switched to every other week because it was getting too too much for me. Um, we finished a campaign of Magic Monsters. Um, we started a campaign of Mecha Hack last week, and we have um, a couple of things coming up. Including Hyperlanes, which is a sci-fi D twenty system. Uh, sorry, D and D system. So it uses the same fifth edition rules, but it's a setting for uh, science science fiction. Um, so no magic, et cetera, et cetera. That's awesome. And after that, after that, we're running a another fifth edition module that I'll be doing uh, called Legend of Hyrule: uh, Chain of Awakening, and that's going to be a Hyrule setting. For fifth edition. Nice. So I just want to kind of, I'm just kind of curious, like for uh, each week, you guys have people who would essentially come in. Do, do you have it? Do you stream it live? Yeah, we stream it live. Um, we have a Discord channel that's pretty active all the time. Um, most of our campaigns, we go, hey, this is the sign up. We're going to be doing it every week on such date, such time, whoever can make it. And approximately how many weeks it's going to be, um, they'll sign up for it. Um, we try to aim to have two games a week uh, for Twitch purposes. Uh, so we have content on two days. Um, and then it's just, yeah, sign up. Sometimes it'll be like, oh, you know what? We had to cancel this session. We're going to do a one shot. Who wants to play? <laughs> and people will sign up. Nice. <laughs> And most of the one shots are done by by Garm and weird systems that are usually simpler to play than D and D because D and D can take a while to make a character sheet. So related to that, when you guys you know pulled the trigger and decided, yeah, we're gonna start recording this, and then yeah, we're gonna switch to the live stream. What did you find the response to be like? How quickly did it grow? How you know how? far flung or far reaching do you get people from what has what has that been like for you guys um i think we went one year with maybe one viewer 
um, <laughs> and friends, but yeah. Uh, recently, though, it's been growing in numbers. We managed to get Twitch affiliate, and then it kind of just started climbing. Um, we have, like, still it's like seven, ten viewers uh, average per per stream. It, it it does, I think part of it is also affected by the fact that we're a uh, long, like it's actual plays that last three to four hours. Long form, yeah. So, yeah, not many people can hang around for four hours listening to someone. <laughs> no, that's a, you got to put it on in the background while you're like washing dishes yeah. or doing laundry and well, like that's, hang that's out for the I, whole that's, game. That's why, we, that's why we ended up opening a YouTube and just uploading everything there too so that people can have that to listen to. Nice. And now I, because I'm a sucker, people who listen to and watch the show often know that I'm a sucker for beginnings and origin stories. Um, how did... RPGs and D&D come into each of your lives? What? How did that discovery happen for each of you? And then how did you find each other um, to form your community? Um, Zayo, you want to start? How did how did you come across D&D? Um, it first show, uh, started playing in high school. It was just a bunch of friends uh, Killing Time, it, it was a lot of dumb fun, but Garm was actually a part of that. And then I fell off of D&D for a while. College, we played for a little while again. Again, it was mostly just dumb fun. It wasn't anything long term. And then Critical Role happened. Um, and then a bunch of us uh, friends on Discord were like, hey, we should, uh, we should play. And that's honestly where Wanderer started. It was our first campaign, and it's been running since then. And yeah, blame Critical Role. <laughs> I'm I, I'm gonna put this out there because I mean, we've had a few people on the show that have done sort of the same thing, and Critical Role is, seems to be that one <laughs> thing that you can see that baseline where it was like, okay, yep. we all play D and D, but a Critical Role hits and all of a sudden poof, it just shoots straight up and you could see as soon as that show hit, hit online it was just like yeah everyone yeah, was playing yeah, yeah. We, everyone was playing right so yeah that's pretty that's pretty awesome yeah. i i will add one other thing our star wars um game actually started um we had what Caro and i had gone to see uh rogue one and, and we left the theater and Caro said i wonder if people would be interested in a star wars game uh yes we had signups immediately <laughs> yeah yeah star right. wars is always a yes yes how about you hikaru how how did D, D come to be a part of your life uh i actually started pretty late it was in college when i went to a uh after class basically group that was streaming um different anime and I was like, well, this is a good chance to meet people that like the same things that I do. I ended up um, participating in a lot of karaoke's and winning them and became friends with the organizers and eventually got invited to the organizers uh, D&D game. And that kind of got me hooked. I was the only female, of course, uh, but I was the only female who actually lasted that long. <laughs> it, 
they got bored of D&D before I did. So like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I basically moved to Canada because this was back when I was uh, in Chile and um, started. It wasn't until I moved to Edmonton that we were like, hey, Critical Role happened. And it's like, they were like, oh, they wanted to play. And, and they're like, but we need to find a DM. And I'm like, uh, I've never DM'd before, but <laughs> I can try, I said, and then this kind of spiraled out of control. <laughs> nice. And the rest is history, as they yep. say. How about you, Garm? How did you stumble across the magic of D&D? Uh, back when I was in junior high, a childhood friend of mine came upon the rule books somehow and was like, hey, do you want to hang out in a, a dirty garage on a rotting picnic table and uh, pretend to be a cleric? And I'm like, yeah, sure. We only played like two sessions of that, but uh, that, that was enough to keep me interested. And I think I picked it up again in high school in our high school D&D club uh, with Zio. And uh, after that, not much until I joined up with uh, Midgardia again. I tried to put campaigns together, couldn't get enough people, all that fun stuff. And then I was I was living with them at the time, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to play a Star Wars game? I know you don't like fantasy." I'm like, "I'm in." And nice. that's how Tess came to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That whole, he played so, that whole campaign with a uh, voice changer because he was playing a female. Yes. <laughs> that's like some serious truth to your character happening right there. I can dig it. I couldn't pitch my voice up high enough. <laughs> Not intentionally, at least. Like, my voice breaks all the time still, but I can't keep that up for more than, like, 20 minutes or I will lose my voice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I mean, you you need to have that. Like, I've, I've looked into trying to get voice changers for some of my campaigns just to, for the same reason. Because uh, you, you have characters and you need to have different voices and you need to sound differently for each one. Like a robot, right? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So, and that's dedication. <laughs> uh, so that's like when you guys are all together, um, let me ask you a little bit more about, uh, Edmonton because you guys are all from around here, right? Yep. Yeah. What do you guys feel about the community that's out here in this area? Um, you guys all managed to find each other, but what about the greater, uh, community as a whole? How, what do you guys think about that? Edmonton is full of nerds and it's wonderful. Uh, I used to play on a competitive smite team, uh, amateur competitive. We sucked, but <laughs> we sucked together for a long time and we were all local. Uh, that's not true. Four out of five. One was in California, but uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of nerds, a lot of cool nerd stuff. Most of the people seem pretty, pretty chill. I've spent many, many afternoons hanging out at warp one, just talking to like random people. Mm -hmm. How are you guys? Uh, Zoyo? Um, I'll admit I am not as involved in the community. I have some anxiety issues. Uh, Garm is definitely the one who gets out the most and does oh, a yes. lot of the communication and shilling for our group, honestly. He's yes, got a killer sales pitch. Excellent. He, he does. He likes yes, he does. to people. <laughs> I'm the charismatic one. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you always need one, right? Because, I mean, yeah. somebody has to be able to do that. Because, I mean, even for myself, um, I have the the worst time even trying to meet people and, and getting out. It's 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 always been 
a thing that I've always struggled with. Um, it's easy for me to sit here on a screen talking to you guys, um, doing whatever. Like it's great, uh, but you put me out in a public space, and I, I am not. <laughs> I shut down. Uh, so, yeah. and and the worst part is, I I used to do a lot of YouTube videos where I'd go and talk to people in large crowds, and I have to like do interviews and stuff like that. And it was one of those things where it's just like yeah, you, you, it was for me. I had to personally like push myself uh to to get out there just to do it um and i'm glad i do but it's even still now to this day i still have a hard time so i get it it's <laughs> it's yeah, uh absolutely it's, it's tough i took but, drama in high school and that was that's most of the reason i'm as good at it as i am today uh that got me over a lot of the the fear and stuff yay theater nerds yeah i that's failed weird. the first time i did it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome and the uh, the community out there uh, i do encourage everyone out there uh to go and check it out because the community as a whole has been it's, it's awesome empton is a great place uh i say to live and to be a nerd uh well, one thing fantastic. we were talking about uh was the possibility of the three of us going to the um edmonton twitch um meetup that's happening mm -hmm. next month it is happening i on the fourth of August. Dog Daytona, when is it? <laughs> yeah, he's in our chat. Uh, he's fourth, awesome. He's, he's, he's awesome. I checked just beforehand. That, yes, fourth of August. There you go. I don't know the times, but fourth of August. Um, it is RSVP, so we kind of had to get on that, guys. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had talked about going there because yeah, we kind of the other day we're like, hey, we're doing this on Twitch, but like, what other stuff is there? from Edmonton that is online and that's how we found the Edmonton oh. Twitch group and you guys and a bunch of other sites that were like hey look there's actually a lot going on <laughs> and there is and that's the thing like even the Twitch uh their community as a whole in Edmonton is quite large uh and is definitely something uh uh to to do like wow. it's, it's something to check out I was going to put it up an emoji and I can't do that right now. Cause... <laughs> All right. You can see the chat in behind me. Uh, it is mostly dog talking about. Yeah, we always have a community in Edmonton. Like how kind of far flung you guys have become too. You mentioned earlier, I think before we went live about a couple of their members of your group that are not in Edmonton. How far away do you have participation from? Uh, have we had participation in any of the groups from e Europe? Uh, not regulars in Europe, but we've had uh, one shots and short mini campaigns. We've had uh, some people from Finland, I think, would be the farthest. I think our furthest yeah. regular would be New Jersey. Sweet. Well, isn't Fury from West Coast? Uh, California, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's actually closer to us, I guess. <laughs> Basically, quite a few different places in the states definitely. west coast and east coast definitely the two big hubs of people who join us regularly but yeah we have we have guests sometimes from different places i, I keep trying to get a friend of mine who's from australia to join us but um it's kind of hard to pin her down as the farther you go the, the farther you go from whoever's the host the harder it is to get timings <laughs> mm, yeah time zones are oh 
Real lifetime travel makes everything That's why we usually when we whenever we do a 24-hour stream we're like this is your chance. <laughs> <laughs> Log in whenever you can and we'll be around. Yep. Yep. That's oh yeah. Um I was uh, over in the chat here, uh, Dog T Twenty, he says uh, he has the, a list of all the streamers that are, are in Edmonton. Uh, so if you guys want a list and see who's out there, uh, he does have it, and he'll send it over your guys' way. Uh, other than that, uh, where can people find you guys on the web uh, and wherever else? The where the can they find you? Way to find us would be midgardia.com. Um which is our blog and it has links to everything else. Uh, we are our Midgardia RPG on Twitter and Midgardia on Twitch. <laughs> and <laughs> trying to keep the cat busy so he doesn't complain about yeah. lack of food. <laughs> but yeah, Midgardia.com is probably the best because that has links to all our other uh, social medias. Because yeah, social media starts. You, you start getting into this, and it's like, yeah, you should join like Google and YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and Tumblr and Best have you made a Facebook Pinterest page, and Pinterest? And it's like, okay, yes, you know what? Here's a dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's awesome. So go check them out. Uh, that is it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. Uh, and then we will come back. We'll talk a little bit about some of the events that are happening in and around the city. So stay tuned. This episode of the Northern Nerdcast is brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Go and check out their website at albertapodcastnetwork.com. And if you guys don't know this already, which is kind of strange that you wouldn't, but if you do, if you're already like a new listener or you're, you know, you're just kind of tuning in, um, guess what? We are one of those members of the Alberta Podcast Network. And so we really do encourage you guys to go and check that out because right now we have all the different podcasts because we have so many right now that they're actually in categories. That's right. So if you want to find out, you know, your entertainment, like your movies and arts and cultures and food, pop culture, those kinds of podcasts, we have them for you. Business and marketing, we got them. Education and self-improvement, oh yeah. Politics, social issues, we have a bunch of those podcasts. Sports, we got some hockey, some soccer, football. I mean, you you want it? We have it. We got even, you know, stories and storytelling podcasts and technology and gaming and guess where we are that in that category yes that's right so if you guys want to check out some of the amazing alberta made podcasts that are just in this province go and check out albertapodcastnetwork.com for the list of the most amazing alberta made podcasts that's albertapodcastnetwork.com that is it. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys one more time uh, where people can find you guys. At uh, midgardia.com. Awesome. All right. That's it. That's all. I want to thank everyone out there for watching this edition of the Nerdcast. And we want to ask everyone that who watches or listens to this, if you guys like this, to share it with your friends on social media. The Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Albert Podcast Network powered by ATB and is produced by myself along with Chelsea Thompson 
and Trina Schessel. You can find more information on the Northern Nerd Network by checking us out on Twitter at Northern underscore nerd, on Facebook.com slash Northern Nerd, on YouTube.com slash Northern Nerd Network, where we'd actually like it if you guys go over there and subscribe and you know hit that little bell button for whenever these awesome videos are coming up. Um, we're also doing another show right now. Um, I just want to quickly uh, announce, because I didn't do it on the last one. Um, me and Sam are, are doing a show as Sam and Dan versus the internet. So go and check that out. It's just me and Sam uh, rambling about crazy things that we find on the internet. That's all it nice. is. Yeah. Uh, and so you can also check us out on our very own website, northernnerdnetwork.com. And that is it. I want to thank everyone for watching and or listening to this edition. And I'll see you guys on the next one. 